What's good, everybody? How are you? Man, it's been a minute since I did an audio podcast. I've been doing it more so on the video side, especially throughout this pandemic and whatnot. But finally getting it back up and running on the audio side of things. And I want to thank you for clicking the download and everybody that's been watching via the social media platforms. Thank you so much for all your love and support throughout 2020. What a messed up year this has been, right? I mean, the beginning of the pandemic has just been so crazy and and just like so much uncertainty. And then it kind of moved along a little bit and turned into the Corona coaster, as I like to refer to it as. And it's just been so many ups and downs and Losing all concerts and music and everything that I associate myself with has just been a real drag for 2020. But uh, we move along. We stay positive. Keep uh, the energy level high and uh, make sure that, uh, that we take care of one another. It's super important to take care of one another, especially throughout these trying times. So you guys are all staying healthy out there and keeping each other intact and taking care of one another. It's super important to take care of one another and check on your loved ones and make sure you tell them that you love them and be supportive throughout this pandemic that we're going through. Man, it's been quite bullshit, that's for sure. We move on. We move on. I know for me, the Corona Coaster has been nothing but ups and downs, as I like to refer to it as Corona Coaster. I keep calling it Corona Coaster, but the beginning of it, I was doing nothing but drinking. I'd wake up at like 10 o'clock in the morning and just start boozing my face off and going live on Facebook and getting a little crazy. And I'm sure some of you saw my Facebook posts and my Facebook lives and whatnot. Uh, as it moved on, I had some people reach out to me with some concern and wondering if I was drinking a little too much, which I was, and maybe doing a little bit too much, doing some things that I shouldn't be doing, making bad decisions because, you know, after all, we are our own bad decision, if you will. And I definitely made a bunch of those, especially in the beginning of this pandemic. And I want to thank those people too. Definitely want to thank everybody that reached out to me and and with their concern. I'm not going to name any names, but that kind of changed my life around a little bit and started exercising a lot more. In fact, I'm obsessed with exercising. And if anybody wants to go exercise with me, you can find me at the Mohawk Valley Community College track every morning around 8, 830 in the morning definitely been exercising, eating right, and staying healthy, doing some hiking and some fishing and a lot of kayaking. So it's important to take care of your health, especially throughout these trying times. So I I just, again, thank you to everybody that reached out. And thank you to everybody for all your support and and all things Disruption Network. We've got some really cool things happening on the D. We've got some new shows that we're going to be launching. We've got some merchandise that we're going to be launching really soon. And, you know, just check back with us. And you can find us all on DisruptionNetwork.net or you can find us on our social media platforms, YouTube, of course. Click the subscribe button on YouTube, please. And uh, give us a five-star review if you could on Apple Podcast or Google or Stitcher or Spotify or any of those podcasting, streaming platforms. So uh, it's good to get back into the audio side of things. I miss doing the audio side of things. The video side's cool, and it was cool to do it from my bedroom at my house. But, you know, after a while, it got a little bit boring, and we redesigned the studio a little bit. It looks different in the D studio. Shout out to my partner, Todd Williams, at Disruption Network. He's the genius behind uh, all the production that you see on the D. So big ups to Todd, man. He's been working his butt off, especially throughout this pandemic. The guy really, really knows his stuff. And he's a hardworking son of a bitch. That's for damn sure. That is. And he had to run all the shows from his house remotely 
while we were in the middle of this lockdown. And uh, he did a bang-up job. He did. He did a bang-up job. And shout-out to everybody that hosted shows throughout this pandemic. And Man, it's been nuts. But uh, also, big love to a lot of the guests that came on. And it was cool to catch up with a lot of friends because a lot of my music buddies are just kind of sitting around in their house, too. because There's no tours. There's no concerts. And there's none of that. But soon, hopefully soon, we will get back to all that and... We could get back to a little bit sense of normalcy. I don't think we'll ever get back to where we were, but uh, I think we're going to get back to a place in our lives where we can actually full outrage again. And uh, I kind of hope that we do. And I hope we can all get together and have this big disruption party like we have in the past and get together. And, you know, I'm a hugger. I want to hug you people. I just want to reach out there. I'm giving you the internet hug right now. Do you feel that? I'm giving you the internet hug right now, but hopefully we get back together and uh, rock out a little bit and have some fun concerts and have some fun parties. But um, So now that I'm back doing these podcasts again, I got to introduce this podcast that I had. We had uh, Fritz Shears from Fritz's Polka Band join us on today. This is Monday, August. What's the day? I don't even know the date. I, I don't even know the date anymore. I have no idea what the date is, but I got to look on my phone and see. It's August 20-something. Uh, 24th, <laughs> Monday, August 24th. During this whole pandemic, we came up with Local Music Monday, and I got myself a co-host. His name is Justin Smithson. You might know him from such bands as Showtime and Poor Tim, and he's also out there doing an acoustic thing very often. So uh, he's out there doing his thing, and he's now my co-host on Local Music Monday. So Justin and I had a chance to talk to Fritz from Fritz's Polka Band, who at one time was the hardest drinking polka band in the world. And, that, and that's a fact. And we talk a little bit about this. And we talk about if he's a collector of music and a bunch of other things that he's been up to throughout this pandemic. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. And thank you again so much for tuning in, clicking that download button, clicking that subscribe button, and follow, like, and do all that social media lingo when it comes to Disruption Network. Hope you guys are having a great day. Now here is my interview and Justin's interview, Local Music Monday with Fritz Shears. The power of the internet brings us back together yet once again, people. It is EC Radio, Local Music Monday. Hope you're enjoying your Monday. I know I am. It's a beautiful day out there in central New York. So after you're done watching this podcast, make sure you go outside and get yourself some vitamin D. But for right now, you're getting your vitamin Z. And before, <laughs> You like that? I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You getting your vitamin Z right now, yeah, Justin? Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody else that gets his vitamin Z on a daily basis, and that's Eddie All shimer over at eja moving services the professional movers when it's time to move and relocate hit them up at ejamoving.com or call them today at 315-335-0516 also much love to my attorney dave longaretta if you need legal help give him a call today at 315-735-6162 shout out to my peeps over at utica coffee i love this new roast that they got going on it's like a costa rica tea honey thing i you know what i should have the bag in front of me so i know what the hell i'm talking about but of course i don't but wake the hell up.com you can check them out online and you can find out what the hell i'm talking about by searching them at wake the hell up.com also much love to our good friends over at saranac brewery and of course it is local music monday as it is every monday so i need to introduce my pal my compadre my tag team partner my hombre mr justin smithson what's up buddy? what's up what's up 
Run a little late today, huh? A little bit, yeah. Yep. Jesus, he makes a switch the time around. I know, I know. It's all my fault. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, you know. I've been dealing. There's been a lot of last minute gigs that have popped up here and there. You know what I mean? And it's I'm, I, I got to take them. I mean, you know, it's just it has to. You know, you need to take them. Got to take them, man. Yeah, for sure. But you know, especially I, because there's so much uncertainty, and then sure. you don't know what's going to happen winter time. Mm-hmm. So get them while you can. And, oh yeah. And like you're always apologizing to me, dude. You don't ever have to apologize. I know. To I know. Me. I, you know I, that. I just I made a commitment to this. You know, and I enjoy our our, uh, our loyal uh, listeners and stuff, and because uh, uh, I know that they're listening, they ain't watching us. You know, they're definitely not looking at this face. So, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're like, yeah, I'll just put my headphones on and do my cleaning or whatever. You know. <laughs> right. But dude, you don't have to apologize to me. Uh, I know you got to get your gigs in. I appreciate and, and, that. And it goes out for all the musicians out there, man. Get it while you can because you don't know. Absolutely. You don't know. Yep, yep. Since it is Local Music Monday, we got a good friend joining us today. I'm pretty excited today. I feel like we got, like... We have a politician in the house, and now you're newly going to become a politician yes, soon. Yep, I mean, yep. you're all over the place now with the Frankfurt trustee. Oh, Maybe yeah. our good friend over here, Mr. Fritz Shears, can give you a little advice on how to jump into the political realm. I'm sure, I'm sure he can. <laughs> <laughs> what is Fr- it with musicians and politicians? You know, it's it, like <laughs> I don't know. What is it? I don't know. It's a CD name right there. I know, right? Musicians <laughs> and politicians. <laughs> it almost sounds like a Warren Zevon song. <laughs> <laughs> good to see you, Fritz. How you yeah, doing? If it was Jethro Tull, you'd win the medal Grammy. Oh, sure. There you go. The metal Grammy, too. <laughs> the metal Grammy, yep. Back yep. in 1991. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fritz, how are you, man? Good. How you doing? It's good to see you. Likewise. Thanks for coming in a little bit early yeah, today. It's all good. And even though Justin was late. Man, you're just going to dig this right <laughs> in. I love it. He's having fun. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I'm being just stabbed repeatedly right now. You know I love you, pal. Of course. You know I love you, bro. But uh, Mike Coley's checking in. He's saying, Fred. So what's up, Mike Coley? Good to hear Mike from you. Mike Coley. Check out 315music.com. Yeah. Those There's a guy that's some... all over when it comes mm-hmm. to music and bands and stuff and a strong supporter of, you know, local bands, regional bands, national bands. Mm-hmm. He's, you Absolutely. Know, he's a good guy. Definitely. Definitely a good guy. So what have you been up to throughout this whole lockdown? Just, you know... Trying to navigate through it like everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've had a lot more home time, that's for sure. Sure, sure. Done some projects that have been waiting and created some new projects. And other than that, just not really been playing much, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, that's unfortunately, that's the way it goes. But, uh, eh. It's the way it is. Well, that thing, like a, like a polka band in general, which you guys are definitely so far from a, a you know generic polka band, it's ridiculous, but it relies heavily on dancing. Am I, am I correct? Like, especially like a, a lot of the gigs, like, you know. a lot of the gigs do dancing's a part of it. Even right, like right. some of the summer concerts we do where there's not a dance floor, you know, mm-hmm. like people will dance out in the grass. Sure, sure. You know, but yeah. Yeah. And, and the gigs we did play, which I was telling Z is only a couple so far sure. since this took place. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, there was no dancing. Wow. It was in a park, you know, mm-hmm. and they said no dancing. And, but everybody social distanced and did what they were supposed to, right? You know, right. so it, the gig went as good as it could in those situations. Sure, that situation, sure. um, and then the other party was a private party, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, and that was just a family gathering. You know, yeah. we've been playing it for a few years, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, a few of them danced, mm-hmm. but that was their family, and that was a close knit bunch, and of that course. was it. Yeah. You know, and other than that, not playing. You know, I've been you know working on teaching my son to play accordion. There you uh-huh. go. Yeah. I was oh, six when awesome. I started, and he's six, so I uh, thought that was a good time to try to get him going Is he, on like, it. super into it? He likes it. Yeah. You know, and it, it ain't just tough because there's so many mm-hmm. things that 
they want to be playing, they want to be climbing, they mm-hmm. want to be running and playing ball, and so. But he's he's taking a shot at it. Wow, you know. That's so, so it's cool. like I try to encourage, but not overwhelm at the same mm-hmm. time. And that's something that that's that's a challenge, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, because you're so passionate about it. But too, first you know, time so. he put on that accordion and started getting the hang of it, man, I teared right up. Yeah. I was like, man, I wish my dad was here to see this. Yeah, yeah. Do you man, find yourself you know? acting like your dad a little bit when you're teaching him how to play the accordion? Maybe some. Yeah. You know, maybe some, you know, the encouraging part, you know, trying to really, yeah. you can do, you know, try to get him going, you know, mm-hmm. so probably in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah. You're not militant on him, are you? No. Like, no, get, I'm get not. Get in that room and practice. No, I'm no. not. At least not yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> you know, at some point, maybe I have to be. I don't right. know. And I, you know, one thing I hated when I was learning because I was that kid. I wanted to be out playing ball with my friends and doing this and that, mm-hmm. you know, and I had to practice. You know, and I hated practicing. And it got to the point that I don't know how old I was when they did this, but my parents actually gave me an allowance to practice. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they wanted to make, you know, I needed that little nudge, I guess, at some point. I don't remember exactly when. You could never spend it because you were always in your room practicing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That enticed the deal a little bit but, more. That's yeah, why it helped sure. a little bit. I don't know, yeah. and I don't remember how long that lasted. But, you know, I obviously I stuck with it. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I'm just trying to get him going with it. And I mean, he loves music. He's performed with us, let's see, last year, I think maybe at five gigs he got up and sang. Oh, wow. You know, and you don't care about crowd size. It don't bother them. So That's it's great. great. That's half the battle. A lot of times people are like, oh, I don't want to get in front of people. I'll make a mistake. Yep. You know, you can go online and watch these quote-unquote stars make mistakes all the time. Mm-hmm. They're human. Right. So, but he doesn't have that fear of getting up in front of people. He kind of cherishes it. You know? yeah. Dad, can I, how about I do two songs tonight? I'm like, Whoa. yeah, okay. <laughs> get you up know, here. I do two. So, so cool. Those moments are like. Invaluable, yeah. of course. Yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, you would like for him to carry on the Fritz sure. Polka Band name, absolutely. right? Like what you did with yeah, your dad. Absolutely. This is like a franchise. It could go on for years sure. and years, and knows, decades, man. and generations. Who knows? But uh, I hope he he'll stick with it. We'll see. Yeah. Gonna try. Gonna try my best. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Just you brought up a good point too. They're not your ordinary polka band. No, definitely not. Which is like it's something that I think. I mean, you hear Fritz's polka band, and you just assume you're going to see people in leotards jumping around and doing the, you know, yeah. your traditional polka music. Which, by the way, was one of my my very most fun gigs I've ever played in my life. Was I, I, we we split a wedding with a traditional polka band, and it was out of this world. I mean, the 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 band itself was just outstanding. The music was incredible, nice. energetic, and it was just it's. If you've never heard a polka band out there, if you've never ever heard a polka band, you need to go hear a polka band. At least, I mean, I guarantee you'll be a fan instantly, just because it's it's su- it's such ener- energizing music. And then you you do what Fritz does and play guitar solos and shit on the freaking accordion that I can't even play on my guitar. <laughs> that it's like you know, but you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, it's from the times that we've run into each other over the years uh, at the, you know, benefits or wherever yeah. we are, then it's nice to be able to hear you play live because there are some videos that I, I can watch and stuff, but, you know, it's nice I when know. I get to see you play it's live. It's fun. I feel the same way when I get to go see friends play and sure. things like that. So tough, though. Well, it used <coughs> to be so tough. Now I guess it would yeah. be a little bit easier. But, oh, yeah. man. Yep. At one time, you guys were the hardest drinking polka band in the world. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, you were sponsored by Jägermeister. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. For that years. Was, <clears throat> yeah, quite a long time. Mm-hmm. That was fun. And then that, that program kind of dried up, so yeah. to speak. Mm-hmm. Right, know? right. It did. You know, they used to have a great band program. Gosh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Man, the support they gave was incredible. Yeah. 
you know, then they eventually phased it out. But, you know, things things happen, mm-hmm. you know, and they devote their <clears throat> efforts elsewhere. And, sure. But um, for those years we were with them, it was great. I mean, gosh, they, some of the stuff they did, they made some banners for us, which, <clears throat> I, excuse me, I priced stuff out. Man, was a, I'm like, wow, they did that for us? Yeah, yeah. You know, they paid yeah. for a couple of recordings we did. That's just like blown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of support. Yep. So. When I have my friends at Jägermeister tell me that the polka band outdrank corn, you know they can they can party down. <laughs> they were like, "Wow, that, the polka band outdrank corn." <laughs> I'm surprised that that didn't make national news. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it should have made national news. I mean, why? See, stuff like that, I want to see go viral. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, I want to see go viral. Let's be real. Wow. No, but Diego brought you on a cool journey though. Throughout the, all yeah, those years, you were sponsored them. Absolutely. I mean, you got to meet some cool people and play yeah. in front of some. That's how we could see the first Jaeger tour I went to was uh, Slipknot in uh, 04 in Rochester. Wow. Wow. You know, that's not really my style of music, but it was cool. I met the guys and they were cool and watched the show and it was fun, you know, but, you know, that's not really my cup of tea. Were they you like know, stoked? But, were they stoked to meet meet like a real accordion player, like a guy that does this? Yeah, you know, I what don't I mean? even think that came up in discussion. Oh, like I just, I, mean? I don't know. Like when I first met him, I was like, I was like, man, it's the guy that plays like the rock and roll polka. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, was, it's just yes, you know, great point. It's, it was just yeah. I don't know. I guess then, I, I guess I guess growing up around the, you know hearing Fritz's polka band growing up, it's just yeah, you know, well, a little bit different for a kid like me. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I saw the. So the funny thing, I, I might have even told this in a previous story, but then, uh, like in oh, was it 07, 06 or 07, I see a point. I saw got a Hinder, met those guys, saw mm, them. Yeah, they yeah. put on a good show. And then, um, gosh, saw uh, Alter Bridge when they played in Albany. Oh, cool. That was great. And they were young then. Mm-hmm. They were newly formed, and they were, they were, that was a good show. Saw them, met them. But then, uh, when I went and saw the cult, New York City, brand new sin was opening that tour. Oh, awesome. my homies! That awesome. was the first time Joe and I met. Really, and it was in New York City. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, how weird is that? We met sure. in New York City when you know Verona and Syracuse aren't that far apart. Sure. Prior to that, I mean, we knew each other, yeah, but yeah. we actually first time we met was in in New York City. And the yeah. cult gate, the cult boy, I tell you, they had to be on their game because brand new sin gave them a run for the money that night. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Following yep. brand new sin. They, they were blew me away. Yeah, you know that was great. And I saw some of their country shows. Dierks Bentley and Eric Church met Eric Church before he was big. He was on the Jaeger tour, and that was just I saw some like you said. I saw some great shows. Sure, you know, and they That's always awesome. they always treated you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they comp you, hang out, have some drinks. Here's a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just just sitting back one day. You're like, can you imagine if you were sponsored by Jaeger, like still right now through the through the coronavirus thing? Just sit back for like three months, going, "Shit, I ran out of another bottle." <laughs> Guys, send me another case. I, I can't, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not playing right now. You're I'm probably sorry. immune to it. I know, right? <laughs> uh, you bring up brand new sin. I mean, that oh, God. was the ultimate demise of that band. They, <clears throat> they were drinking and drugging pretty sure, hard. Really? And yeah, unfortunately, and those guys would have ruled the world. And yep. They're my brothers, and I'm allowed to talk shit about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it, you know, that's that's exactly what. I think they agree with you to too, guys. though. I mean, you know, I've heard yeah. Joe talk about it before, so you know, they were doing they were doing it pretty hard, and yep. they were on the road 200 shows out of the year doing 200 days just constantly going jump from one tour to another to another to another and yeah. they just burnt out 
Mm-hmm. He burnt out quick, but we are live on Facebook. I got a couple people checking in. Dave Bandage is saying no one wants the dad from Shine as a father. I don't. Do you know the movie Shine? I don't know, Dave. You're on your. Own I on thought it movie. was a band, <laughs> right? Shine Down, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I wouldn't mind Shine Down as a father. Brent yeah. Smith's a good man. True. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's one band I don't know much about. Our yeah. boy Pat Orlowski checking <clears throat> in and saying he's having a flashback to the Gallagher gig at the Radisson. Wow. That yeah. was fun. That was for Keeler at Christmas time. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Gallagher oh, the Comedian. Gallagher the Comedian, yep. Yeah. That was like a couple years I, ago, right? I think we ended that night with Watchtower, oh, and awesome. I was getting the feedback out of my accordion. Yep. It was I had some real good feedback sure, in there. Sure, and if sure. you're familiar with the area where it was, it had to, like it kind of like echoed the effect. Yeah, yeah. So I was like a ton. I forgot who the heck was that come up to me and said, "Dude, didn't know you could do that with an accordion. <laughs> that was awesome." <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh, that yeah. that was fun. Joe Griffo, the senator, got up and uh, with uh, uh, Jeff Manaski, and I think they sang "Old Time Rock and Roll." Maybe <laughs> if my memory serves me right, and it yeah, yeah. Might, might not be, but. I remember they got up and sang. I think they did oh. sing that song. Wasn't Gallagher stuck in Utica for a while? Listen, let me tell you. I, yeah. got, I got a quick story about Gallagher. Yeah, I'd love uh, to hear it. Somehow he ended up at a rehearsal hall in Ilion with Showtime hanging out. He wanted us to record a song that he wrote. And uh, he had lyrics but needed music. And, I mean, he's... And surprisingly, as his career went downhill, his arrogance went uphill for some reason. And, like, he just came across as, like, the biggest asshole on the planet. <laughs> like, really? Really? And he was just like, yeah, he's like, this song's really good, but I just I haven't found a band that I, <clears throat> that I quite want to do it. And, like, we had to rehearse that day, and, like, he kind of just showed up with a friend of mine. And, like, he's trying to, like, interject his opinions into, like, our music. And, like, it's we're just doing covers, man. It's like we're playing covers. He's like, yeah, he goes, I would definitely switch this up in the chorus. And we're like, what the, who the f- is this guy? Like, really? And then, like, he starts reading the lyrics, and they're just not, like, I don't know. It's, we're feeling it, I guess, you know? Yeah. But we got him to sign the wall and everything where everybody signs the wall up there. So that was kind of cool. All but, right. Interesting. Did he lose his mind or something? Or I think, I think that, he did. I, I don't yeah. think that he was really arrogant. I just think that he was just so, you yeah, know, he's gone. out there. Yeah, he's definitely out there. <laughs> yeah, I never got that whole watermelon smashing thing. No, I don't. And people like, like if you go back but and watch But they pay that, money. Yeah, you go back and watch, watch that, people watch smash laugh. watermelon. <clears throat> I'm like, man, what'd I miss out on? Guys <laughs> probably got made tons more money than I ever will. Right, you know, right. who am I to say? But still. Smashing a watermelon. I wonder if he only uses organic watermelons now. I mean, like, you know, like in his rider, can you imagine? Like, if he sends his rider, he's like, he wants this, this, this. Only organic watermelons <laughs> with a circumference of 12 inches. That's all. <laughs> right. You know, that's like and in a his brand thing, new like, sledgehammer. Yeah, and a brand new sledgehammer every gig. You know what I mean? Like, instead of like Van Halen with the brown M&Ms, it's like, I need organic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How many watermelons do you think is on his rider? I, I wouldn't know. Man, you know, see, these are questions I should have asked him, but he was right. Just, <laughs> he probably could, wouldn't have been able to answer. No, I honestly couldn't wait for him to leave, so I was just—I didn't want to keep him there any longer. I really didn't. I was just—I did not have fun. No, not no. a good experience with Gallagher. <clears throat> no. It sounds like that party was fun, though. Oh yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Keeler's known to throw some bashes. That's for sure. Yeah, that, that was definitely good. for sure. Mike Coley saying he wore his Fritz Polka Band shirt to a Warp Tour a few years ago and got a lot of great reactions. That's awesome. Wow. That's the one thing I could say about you, my friend, is your marketing and your promotions. Like your stickers are everywhere. Yep. I I see so many people wearing your T-shirt all over the place. I'm over lucky to yep. have support. You know where people do that. Like stickers, I've given out so many. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my buddies was on the crew for uh, Kenny Chesney some years ago. 
and they're all over. One day he sends me a note, dude, I put up one of your stickers in men's room in Chicago, and then <laughs> sometimes Milwaukee. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was just funny. Yeah. cracks me up. Every now and then somebody will say, hey, I was at this rest stop and saw a sticker. Oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Back my cousin, my cousin was uh, at a gas station. He said the worst one ever for a bathroom down in um, Virginia. I think Virginia. Yeah, outside of Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to get on 95. They're going to some NASCAR race. He goes all over, yeah. I guess. And <laughs> he found a sticker down there. Wow. You know, so. That's yeah. so awesome. It's funny. It's funny. It's smart promotions. Absolutely. Yeah. Get it out there. Those and- are the guys you want to give your sticker to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, your stickers. You get them a whole stack of stickers. Hey, you're on the road. Have at it, buddy. Yeah. You Marcus know? Rafferty put some on the uh, Hell Yeah road cases when we went and saw him in Cleveland. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Marcus great dude. Marcus, yeah, we had girls. coffee a couple weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, we met up because he's working over in a nice Chevy there. Yeah. We, we hadn't seen each other, I think, since Cleveland in 2015. <laughs> it was just luck. We were out there. Uh, I was out there because a buddy of mine who, who was won some Grammys playing accordion, um, Walt Ostenick, and he's a friend for years. He had his 80th birthday. Oh, wow. And it was not far. It was just on the outskirts of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as it turns out, hell yeah, I was in Cleveland that night at the House of Blues. Wow. And uh, so Marcus and I changing messages. And he's like, oh, when you get done, stop by. I'm like, all right. So he stopped by, and he took me in, watched the show. I was like just a little farther from me and Z, away from Vinnie Paul playing, man. And it was wow. phenomenal. So and that cool. means so much more now that Vinnie's not with us. Yeah, anymore. right. Got one of his sticks there, Patrick King, P. King, his yeah, – uh, yeah. Gave him, gave me, you know, and uh, it's funny because Vinny's got the, um, he wears the gloves, with the, he wore the gloves with the loop sure. so he could spin them and not drop it. Yep. But even though, and the sticks are thick as hell, but he cut their cut. So it gives a grip. Oh, all right. The sticks are literally cut. Like if you can imagine like an auger, yeah. right? How it turns. Imagine a stick like that with the cut. Kind of crooked that's, like that. That's crazy. That's we could grip them better. Like fit it. But almost. I got it into my office at home with my drumstick collection from concerts. Right, right, right. Yeah, that wow. was cool that night. I that bet. was cool. I they put on a hell of a show. There was like a heavy band before them. I don't remember the name. They did a cover of Separate Ways from Journey. Ooh, wow. Heavy though. And I was like, I've never heard anything like that. And it, it cool. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a big collector? You all the shows yes you go and no. to? No. No. I mean, yes and no. I I, I don't. I don't. I won't go somewhere and pay for autographs. You know, and I'll hound somebody. Right. You know, but if I can get an autograph, you know, I will. Um, and some of the folks like I become friends with, I don't really ask them anymore for an autograph. You know, right. but I, I like photos. I like to get photos with folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that experience. You know, sure. when I go places, if I get drumsticks, you know, I don't go out of my way. I'm not gonna, you know, jump and dive for a drumstick or guitar pick. You know, if it's there, I'll pick it up. But I'm, I'm not gonna go crazy for it yeah yeah but even doing that i got some cool sticks from over the years so yeah a little different like that concert shirts is my vice is it yeah i got way too many i got a whole chest of drawers filled so you go right to the merch stand yeah when you go to a show yeah Yeah. i do too support yeah Yeah, you're a big nuts love it I it's like to get been- hoodies, too. Like, I like the hoodies from, you know, because I like zip-up hoodies in the wintertime, you know? So if I can get, like, different bands zip-up hoodies. Yeah. I, See, I've only, got a, I only got a couple of hoodies. I got yeah. I got one from uh, Bonamassa's last show in Rochester. Cool. Or, um, no, not Rochester. Uh, Binghamton. Yep. I got I got a hoodie there. And then, uh, like, the Guns N' Roses fan club that I had to join to get them early tickets. I was telling you earlier about good seats. Yeah. Um, but the package is great. I got a nice hoodie. Yeah. That's different, you yeah. know? And yeah. So, yeah, I like that. But T-shirts, yeah, that's my voice. I got, mm. I think, maybe 135 or so. All black. 
Almost. Yeah, I try not well. to get all black either, but sometimes those are the only cool-looking ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I got a few gray, a couple white. I got a like a maroon Motley Crue shirt from 2011, but most nice. of them are black. You know, and I don't like to wear black much in the summer because it's too oh freaking hot. I know. I struggle because I go in my closet and I wear the same three whitest shirts I can find every gig. Because the, everything else in my closet's black, and I'm like, I really need to make a change here. <laughs> right, same here, man. You know, I'm like, oh, because the second you walk out in the in the sunlight with a black shirt on, you're just you're dying yeah. immediately, instantly dying. It's horrible. Yep. Yeah, for sure, man. Fritz was telling me before you got here that uh, he had tickets to all these great shows, like Motley oh, Crue, Def yeah. Leppard, Joan Jett, and like all those. But he kept one ticket. Tell him what ticket. The that Guns was. and Roses ones. Yeah, I didn't give them up. Right, I'll make sure you I didn't go want to that. the refund for that at all. I didn't because Which, that's a pretty, that's a hefty ticket too. Yeah, I mean, it is, but the seats are in good spot, mm-hmm. and I've seen them. In fact, the first time I went and seen them with this current configuration they have was at MetLife Stadium. Oh, okay, 2016, and uh, you know my buddy Rick we had good seats then. Yeah, they were like, wow. Didn't need earplugs. I was like, wow, the sound was that good. And then funny thing is at that show. Right after Lenny Kravitz got done, which I was blown away by him. Oh, yeah. What a Amazing. performance. Then, during the break, you know, lights come up and people are wandering, whatever. I'm looking like 10 rows ahead of me. I go, Pat, Fritz, my buddy Pat, who works for Journey. Yeah. He was there <laughs> with his girlfriend. I was like, what are the odds, you know, yeah, be that right. close to each other in a freaking stadium of 50? Sure, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, and then when he played in Buffalo, I went and saw him again. We were even closer. Now, was Axel back with him? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's, okay. it's like the well, the original three. Uh, well, right? Axel Dauphin slash yeah. but not uh, Steve. Is, Steven it, Adler's not. Nah, with, he's, not he's with done him. some guest appearances here and there. Okay, so they're still talking, but, but he had like a stroke or something yeah, years ago, did. right? He got yeah, but he's still out with his Adler's appetite. Yeah, because he said, uh, um, I, I just you know, recently seen an interview I think with him that he uh, went when they when they got Axel back in the band that he was. He was trying to practice up because, like, he, oh, he wanted, was lobbying to, he wanted hard. to get back in. That's what yeah. I read. He was lobbying pretty hard yep. to get well, back in. Who's drumming for him? Is it Matt Sorum? No, it's Frank no. Farrar. Frank Farrar. Oh. Yeah. He, he's, he's good. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's really good. You know, I'd hope they would have got <clears throat> Matt just because I like what Matt did with him. Oh, or yeah. Steven. Yeah. But, you know, hey. But when I saw it, I mean, the, this guy's phenomenal drummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The band's great. They really are. I, I find it awesome that they actually can get along now and out there. Well, they're yeah. not obviously out there doing it because of COVID, but before COVID, they were out there doing their thing and yeah. getting along, and, and there was no drama in the band anymore. And it's just when you drop drugs from the factor mm-hmm. of that band, it, it, things become well, so much more easier to deal with. just think what could have happened you know? between those missing years yeah, sure. if they right. had had their stuff together, mm-hmm. you know, because... Uh, yeah, it's the it's same probably, thing when when yeah. all these these uh, these musicians die at early ages and stuff. You know, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, you know, Janis Joplin, all these people. You wonder what could have been. You know, even if they if they just had a normal long, you know, seventy Longevity, years old, you know, yeah. life. But yeah, well, and it, and then it, it really gets all these if then scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. Because what if Waylon Jennings would have got on that plane instead of Big Bopper? Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Oh, you look at all the songs Waylon Jennings did. After that plane crash right. that claimed Buddy Holly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was he Don't, on that tour? No, no, he was supposed to he was supposed to be on the plane. Was he? But he was I think he was sick, so he gave up his seat to the big bopper. Yeah. Oh. And that haunted him for years. Oh yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it haunted him. Well that was uh Steve Ray Vaughn's um helicopter crash. I think that was Eric Clapton's helicopter. 
that he let yeah, him, he let him use people. to yeah because it was him he was going to fly back early and the band was going to fly out the next day and it was foggy and that's when they hit the side of the mountain but it was Clapton's helicopter and the other thing I read in Sebastian Bach's book he brought up the fact he thinks that he had that same pilot that ultimately crashed because really? years ago when they did a thing in Alpine Valley or whatever right. I think it was Alpine Valley the same scenario yeah. the guy they had this feeling that wasn't safe and then when he found out stevie ray vaughn crashed he's like wow that's freaky yeah wow yeah. i didn't know that I, i'm not in a hurry to go flying on a helicopter especially no. after the not kobe me. bryant thing too yeah you know kobe yesterday was kobe's birthday too yeah. and that that started 2020 when kobe died and it just everything went there shit after yep. that yeah it's a shame yep. I, I blame it on white claw <laughs> I love White Claw. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I'm just trying to like slowly get back at you for digging on me. So actually, I am more loving to. Uh, I love uh, the Saranac seltzers. Yeah, those are pretty good. The green, the green tea infused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm out of. I didn't even try any of them. Really? No. Yeah. Are you drinking anymore? I'm pretty boring. Yeah, I like my beer. You yeah. know, I like beer. What are you drinking? Uh, in the fridge right now, I got uh, a fat tire left because a buddy came over last night. Great beer, and then mm-hmm. uh, I think I got some. I got some Yingling, mm-hmm. which is you Chinese know, for Saranac. It could be. <laughs> Yingling's been great to my band. You know, when we played, we met Dick Yingling, the CEO, head of it, back in I don't know, 2011 or 12, whatever it was, when we did a Pennsylvania Oktoberfest in Bethlehem. Oh, wow! And because Yingling's huge, and they they're behind it, and. <laughs> uh, after you know we played, he invited us over to his separate like VIP family whatever. They had a little thing going on, and he called his guy from marketing over and said, "Hey, next week send these guys some stuff." Wow. Okay. So boom, we had hoodies arrive and some shirts, and so they awesome. don't really sponsor bands, but yeah. they hooked us up with different stuff, and they've been really supportive. You know, like sometimes on social media when we're doing stuff, so. I find myself buying Yingling quite a bit. Oh, sure. Cool. Yeah, I like, yeah. I but I like other beer. beer. I mean, Labatt Blue is probably my go-to beer. Is it? You know, as I got fatter, it was Labatt Blue Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Labatt Blue Light. But I like that way back in, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah. Right. You know, that's how I know I'm getting older. When I start saying things, oh, 25 years ago, yeah. 30 years ago, and holy cow. Well, Time long, flies. You've been doing the polka band for 40 years right a little over a little yeah over 40 little, years? Uh, let's see october will be 42 wow yeah that's older than justin yeah it is <laughs> just yeah. time flies yeah it does and yeah. i wish i would have had i would have kept things so i could have had like a like in recent probably the last 15 years or a little over 15 probably 17 years I do have, like, schedules, so I'd know, like, all the gigs we play. But prior to that, it would have been cool to have something, so I would have yeah. known, like, all the play Just for, you know, for my own sentimentality or whatever. Yep. Yeah, archive purposes. Yeah, just because it's cool to look back. Oh, where'd we play? Because there's a lot of places when I was little. I didn't know where we went. Yeah. You're just right. along just, for the ride. I was just right along, got, you know, did what I was supposed to do, and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Now, what's that? You guys are in the, is it the Cleveland Polka Hall of Fame? That, well, that, not really. I mean, that's where we've had, like, nominations and stuff. I got you. You know, my dad's actually, he was the first person in New York to get inducted in 2004. How Whoa. cool is that? That was really cool. That was awesome. I was, and the thing is, he was never one to want to speak on the microphone. He was always really shy. Really? And around his friends, though, he'd open up, tell jokes. Yeah. Real good ones. <laughs> that I, you know? But, like, when it comes to that stuff, he was quiet. I remember Laura Hand one time come to cover us, and she, they were going to do a little story on my band in Syracuse, and they come to interview, and, you know, they're going down the line, mm. 
and you know they got some me to spiel because I can't shut up. And uh, I think they asked a couple other guys. And they got to my dad. He goes, "Yes," and she goes, "Well, Fred, what about blah 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 blah?" Oh yes. <laughs> well, Fred, was were, were you nervous about this? No. <laughs> you know, he, he just, you know, he was not just very engaging. So then when I, I he's awesome. already, I was like, wow, he's in how he got in You One day he come to me, I think it was like August of 2004. One day he comes down because we only lived a mile apart. He showed me this letter from the Polka Hall of Fame. He goes, Fred, is this anything? I open it and read it. Holy cow. Yeah, it is. This is awesome. Yeah. It's real? I'm like, yeah. He goes, why do they want me? I'm like, obviously your contributions over the years, that's awesome. So come time to get inducted, the the award show, and I'm like nervous. He got up this time. He went right on stage, you know, got the thing, gave a nice little speech that was perfect, had the people cheering. You made like a little, like a nice little comment that, you know, loosened things up. It was like friggin'. Perfect. You yeah. couldn't have scripted it any better. And I was just like, wow. That was just, that was amazing. That had been such a cool moment for you. Like It I, was. Oh. That was the freaking best, man. That was great. So a lot of good memories out there. Yeah, we've had a lot of um, nominations and stuff out there, but as far as like any of us that, like winning anything, no, we haven't <clears throat> won. But it, it's, it's too tough, you know, sure. because we're like outsiders kind of, you know. I mean, a lot of the bands out there in Cleveland prior to this year – um, some of them playing four or five nights a week. Mm-hmm. So when people get playing ready to polka vote, four or five nights a week, yeah, what, really. So they get ready. People get re- no, I mean not year round, but there's chunks of time yeah. when they do. So um, when it comes time for people to vote, you know, and they get the thing who to vote, they're gonna vote for who they know, mm-hmm. right. who they gonna know, the ones that are out there playing all the time. You know, mm-hmm. we go out maybe once every other year, if that. Yeah. So really, you know, it's, it's gonna be too tough for us. It's amazing we even get a nomination. Right. Yeah. To be honest with you. You know, that'd be like them bands coming up here trying to win right. stuff, you know. So that's, that's cool because, you know, I'm friends with a lot of them. They're, they're talented as can be at what they do, you know. And, uh, you know, it's it's good. It's all good. Yeah. It's a good market for you, though. You know, it's fun to go out there and play. Mm-hmm. I love to go out there. Yeah. You know, I, I do. I love I to play anyway. I'm excited going out of state to play. Anytime I've had a chance to go out of state to play, it's just it's. Something about leaving New York State and like feeling well, like, it is. like when you're like driving on the road and you know you're driving you know on the yeah. highway and you're like man is this what it's like you know and then you kind of imagine that your car's the tour bus you know and you close your eyes and maybe that's just me I don't know so but. I'm not the only one that thinks that <laughs> well, I do I, am, I like every time you leave the state it's just like yeah yeah you know? well I wish I I've told I think I've told Z this but I don't I think you but um going to Virginia to play has been. Virginia is like amazing for us. Yeah, we play this Oktoberfest usually, not this year. Right. Capitol Ale House in Fredericksburg, and that's my one. That's like my rock show for the year. Yeah, right. They have sixty-two hundred people, and the only reason I know that it's gated, and the police are there. And once you reach that number, boom, nobody else comes in because they can't for safety. Mm-hmm. You know, given the space, and then people leave. They let more in, but even outside the fence, there's other people like down the alleyways or, wow. you know, other side streets. Yeah. Big stage and full production, right? The lights, the sound, everything's just big. And you know me, I like that stuff. Yeah, sure. And that's like my rock show where we freaking cut loose mm-hmm. and just, just people as far as you can see, and they dig us. Yeah. And I'm, not th- I'm not saying... 
they don't dig us other places, but that vibe is totally different. I have sure. people fist pumping down there. Yeah. I have, you know, it's just, I'm oh. like on cloud nine because I'm like, why? Well, I, I wish every gig could be like this. Just yeah. like this, right? Yeah. You know, and I, it's like, okay, so 62, I know what 6,200 people feels like. And the feeling is, I can't explain it. You guys know because you're in the business and everything, but I'm thinking to myself, man, if that feels that good. I couldn't imagine, like, see, like, some of these shows, Download Festival and stuff. Yeah. Where bands playing for 100,000 people. Yeah. And it's just a mass of humanity. I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine that. Yeah. It's incredible. Those are the nights that you can't get any sleep. We've talked we about, that, about that last week. Yeah. It's like you can't sleep because you're so amped up from the crowd, the energy, the vibe. Yeah. I couldn't. That was the yeah. Boilermaker after party for me every, every year that we did that. It was just. This was supposed to be our fourth year in a row. Yeah. And that's uh, 40,000 plus. Right. So it's just, I mean, it's just like you said, you just see people and people yeah. and people. And and I just people. love it when so well, I could cool. do a toast. Oktoberfest, it's standard to do a toast. You hold up right. your stein. You yeah. do a toast. And the crowd's just holding up their steins. I, then I have some fist pumping. I was like, wow. That's so awesome. You know, and play Rocket in the Free. I, when we, we played there the first year and we did Watchtower. And, um, the next year we went back. We're in our during the performance, and there's like after a song, like a little pause, you know. Somebody hollered out, "Watchtower!" They knew that we'd done it the year prior. Oh, well, it's so all over cool. the internet, and too. I was like, "That right, was freaking right, cool. Right. Yeah, that was freaking cool that they liked our version enough to actually holler it out." Yeah, sure, sure. You know, then that then that video get like tens of thousands of views of you guys uh, doing Watchtower. I don't Tower? think that many, Not, but it, it got a lot. It got a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that many, but. Um, so yeah, I just wish I wish all. And there's been some other places like we play in Long Island. Mm-hmm. There's this venue we play that's that's been really good crowd wise and festive. But that one in Fredericksburg, that's like blows me away. I think yeah. I want to like apply to be a roadie for one of these shows. That yeah, I want to come. Like, yeah, I just want to. Co- I want to call out. Like yeah, we'll, I just wish we'll be your crew for like one of those big shows. We'll I just wish all the all gigs could be like that. Yeah, you know, because if it was, then it wouldn't be. I mean, you had nice things to say about Polka and all. But a lot of people, it's a friggin' joke. It's a mockery. You know oh, what I sure, mean? Sure, yeah. And but down there, you don't hear Schneid remark about nope. nothing. They're into it. They yeah, don't sure. care that our middle name is Polka. They're into it. They're friggin' like yeah. I said, fist pumping, and it's like a rock show. Yeah. You know, really I feel is, like though. a friggin' rock star yeah, there. But it is you your know? show is a rock show. But, it really is. But most, you know? of, well, thanks. The thing a lot of times, it's mellow. You know, like sure. we play like New York Mills mm-hmm. for the summer concerts. We're mellow, very mellow. It's almost mm-hmm. like unplugged. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and and the folks that come, they don't care that we can play Watchtower, and they don't want to hear it either. Right, right. You know, well, that's so, the good thing about you, know, you can adapt to the yeah, crowd. Yeah, and we yeah. do, uh-huh. and we do adapt. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, sure. and that's probably helped us keep a lot of places mm-hmm. to play because mm-hmm. we adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you want to talk about fun, man. That that Capitol Hill House. That's that's just. Yeah, we're gonna I, we're gonna sneak on the van next year. I love I think that. So. I'll set up all your gear. I Let's love do it. it. <laughs> the more people, the better. Justin's yeah. gonna mix you, and I'll set up all your gear. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Uh, all right. Cool. I'm totally in. I just want to be there, and like, I want to hold up my Stein when he toasts. I got a big rider. That's though. all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably take care of it. Down I don't. There. I just need a place to sleep. I don't care. <laughs> I just it, you know, brother. give me some drinks and a place to sleep. And they I'm they in. treat you like stars too down there. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I want to jump off subject really quick, too, because we, we were talking a couple weeks ago, and you guys are still looking for a drummer? Maybe we can use this well, platform to find you a drummer. Well, you know, so here's the thing. Like, Rick is drumming. Where he comes in from Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know wow. what I mean? And and for this, wow. it's working out, yeah. but, you know, we're going to have to have... Is it Ricky Takahara? Some, 
Yeah. Yeah, he's it's checking his in, nickname. actually. Ricky. Oh, that's cool. Is it Taka? How do you, you, know, say, his, how you say his it's nickname? Rick Cizik, but he's saying Ricky Takahara. That's a, it's a nickname. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Rick, so thanks he, for joining us. So, yeah, man. So he drummed with us, let's see, 80. Man, my memory. You get old. You'll see one day, Justin. I, but, oh. <laughs> right? Probably, probably, I want to say like 85 or 86 mm-hmm. to like 2009. Wow, 24 years, but he's living in Ohio and it's tough. And and he's uh, got his own business, and he's done great. As a result, he, he goes all over the world. Yeah. So then trying to play gigs is tough, you know. And so then we had Mike drum, um, and Mike did what ten years maybe. Mike Farino. Yeah. Great man. He retired. Got a. Girlfriend, fiance. Well, he did ten years it. with you, but he did how many yeah. with Floating Noah oh, back yeah. in the day too? Yeah. Oh, that was Floating Noah's drum. Yeah, okay. Mike Farino. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, I remember that band. Yeah, damn context. But um, and it, shit, they yeah. were out from the early '90s all the way to the mid yeah. 2000s. And yeah. so you know, so that's so then Rick's been Rick did the gigs from to help us out, you know. But eventually, you know, if we get busy again, mm-hmm. holy cow, what are we gonna do? <clears throat> yeah, you know. But Rick's been doing you know the ones we did, the gigs we did. Shoot, it's great having Rick. Yeah, play. You know, I've been teasing him and say, you got to retire. Retire. <laughs> you retire so then you can just play all the time. Yeah, there you go. Because Rick's a good guy. You sure, know, Rick sure. and I have known each other since, shoot, 1978, 77, something like that. You know, first and second grade. So it's cool that he's drumming, coming yeah. back into the fold. But, you know, that's that's a long track from oh, Ohio. Yeah. And on a normal year, we would be really oh, busy for us. You know, there's other, a lot of other bands that are more busy than us. But for us, working, most of us working full time, you know, that that would that, be logistically impossible. You know, and mm-hmm. you never want to get where someone's trying to push too much to get somewhere and fall asleep and everything. So, right, right. you know, to have somebody, you got to try to have a reliable, you know, roster, so to speak. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, so I don't know what if the coming years will do. But like I said, we got... Only a few gigs this year. Right. So Rick's doing them, thankfully. Yeah. You know, yeah, it'd be great if Rick can keep playing them. If anybody's interested in drumming for you, how do they get in touch with you? Or just jam it You know it on Facebook. Okay. You know, my email, fpolkaband at AOL.com. Gotcha. You know, and and, and then it's not the easiest thing to do, I guess. You know, because we do play a lot of styles. Right. You know, all we do place. have a lot of styles. How many songs do you think you have in your repertoire? Maybe 300. 300? I've been asked that before. I've been trying to guess in my mind. Because I know like between my dad and I, we wrote over 100. Mm-hmm. You know, probably, a, I don't know, 105, 110-ish. Oh. And I'm trying to think covers. Like, we cover different rock songs. A lot of times when we play rock, Gabe switches his, his bass to guitar. He plays guitar, and then Frank will play bass. Oh, so wow. Gabe's <clears> probably got maybe 25 rock tunes, wow. I'm guessing. 30, I don't know. And then Frank's got a contingent. Frank's more on the countryside. He's got his contingent of country songs. And then I think of all the other polkas and stuff. Sure. But, I mean, we don't regularly draw from that 300 because, yeah, there's songs I know, but I don't play unless right, somebody right. asks. Sure, sure. You know, you and I try not to fall into playing certain ones all the time because I do have my favorites. Right, right. How long does it take usually to figure out, like, the crowd? I mean, can you, like, you think, like, after you set up and you see them kind of milling around, you can kind of guess what you're going to have to play? Or does and it take I, a sometimes, while? and there's sometimes I've been fooled, too. Sure, yeah. Sometimes I go to a gig and think, man, this looks like it ought to be pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of lame and really not. I'm like, okay, whatever. It happens. Yeah. You know, 
whatever. And then there's other times I'm thinking, oh, boy, this is going to be something else. Mm -hmm. And the freaking people cut loose. Yeah. So, you know, there's times when I when I do think I got it figured out that pff, I yeah. don't know what the hell I'm talking about. There's that curveball. Yep. There is. Yeah. It's got to be nice to be able to, like, you see your set list and you're like, this is not going to work right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this, is, this is way different than what I thought and had written down. Yeah, that Guys, we're, this is what we're going to do, bam, bam, bam. You know what I mean? And that's, sometimes I like doing that because it's like, okay, now now we're going to get them. Now we're really going to get them because they're like, they're in, you can tell that they're, you know, for us at least, they might be into more classic rock than they are Bruno Mars, you know what I mean, or whatever. So, like, okay, now we're going to shift gears and go towards that. And we shift gears go towards that, you know. Because I like to think of you guys as not, I mean, like I said, a rocking, a rock, rock and polka band. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, it's variety. Yeah, and more, I like the games know? when we can do that. Like, when every time we play, like, Copper City Brewing Company, yeah. man, that's like a favorite local place. Yeah. Because, one, they, again, they treat us great. The beer's great. Yep. The people that come there are fun, and and we do get to play our mix. Sure. You know, and that's that. Those are the gigs I like the most when yeah. I can play. Right. You know, because I want to play those songs more. Because then sometimes you get to cut we loose. can't. You get to cut loose on that. You know. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's you know I hate going to places, and I'm not going to name any in particular, because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> but there's been places before I want you to play before you even play, not too loud. Oh yeah. Okay. So what the hell are you hiring okay. a band for? Okay. I, I, I try to be respectful. I mean, right. there's a volume dial. I get it. But when the volume dial gets, like, below one, I'm thinking, you, lose all you your know, tone. you get that. Okay. He wants to turn it down a little. And it's like, well, what the hell? You know yeah. what I mean? If you're going to do that. And thankfully, there hasn't been many over right. the years. Why you know? you, Through why 42 years that there's been a handful that were right, like right, that. Right. So that's not bad. Yeah. You know, that's minor. But it's just for me as a musician. It's sure. like now I see why like some bands, when they reach that certain level, and you talk about writers and stuff they oh, yeah. want, that's why they get that. Because they put up with so much BS mm-hmm. working their way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the stuff they sacrificed to get to where they are, you know, the dingy things they had to deal with, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So then you reach to a certain point, then you know why, okay, mm-hmm. now they want things a certain way. Right, right. Because they can command it. Stuff because they like, put yeah. up with so much crap yeah. coming up. Stuff like that I understand. I mean, if, if, if it's within reason, I mean, I remember when uh, I was friends with a stage manager years ago that worked at the casino, and, like, some of the riders that would come out, like, the guy would come and be like, uh, like Eddie Money asked, uh, asked, asked him to go get a uh, babysitter. So that him and his and his girlfriend or wife or whatever could go get some drugs down the road, and so he ended up babysitting his kids while they went out. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, like stupid stuff like that. Like, you know, you need to go get so and so a carton of cigarettes right now. He's like, I, I, I have to buy my own cigarettes. I'm not buying your cigarettes too. You know, like just the way that some wow. of these things, some of the, <clears throat> the things that people ask for, like that stuff. I'm kind of like, yeah, but you know, I get what you're saying too. Yeah, our uh, our ex sound man got rest his soul. Uh, he uh, he was a grumpy guy. Most they sound guys are. are grumpy, which is okay. But like he would get so pissed because it was before we had in ear monitors. We all had wedges on stage, you know. And uh, and he used to get so pissed because the guys used to come over and like he just be sitting there mixing. You know, you need to turn it down a little bit. They you know so he turn it down a little, turn it down a little bit. And finally, all of a sudden, you just see him like his face would get beat red, and he would just go whoop. And he'd bring the front end right down. No front end on stage. We're coming out through the monitors, and they're still asking us to turn down. And I'm like, the monitors aren't even facing out. You know, it's probably songs like this out yeah. front. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, 
those those are the gigs, man. You just you count down the, the seconds. You're looking I at know. your phone the whole time. You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna get out of here. Type yeah, of this hour long set felt like a four hour set. I mean, it's, yeah. it's never gonna end. You know what I mean? But that's a Roscoe move too. Oh yeah, take the front end just right. Just take away the front end right out. Just play through the monitors. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever you ever play Brennan Beach? Yeah. God. Okay. I think it was July 21st, 1997. What? I love how you remember these dates. <laughs> this is do, incredible. How do you do that? I think it was July 21st, like and 22nd. And <laughs> I, played in, I played in a backyard uh, last weekend that they were like, yeah, back in 1995, you played my daughter's graduation party. I go, I did? Where? Well, how do you know the date? <laughs> Some things I can remember. I'm just curious now. Now you got me wondering. Some things I can remember and some things I can't. Some things that I should remember, right. I don't. Right. And it irritates right. yeah. me. Yeah. You know, but then it'll be something like you mentioned. I, I should be close. Now, are, you, are you familiar with Brennan Beach? Oh, shoot. No. I don't have that schedule on okay. here. We're going way back. Brennan Beach, okay. We, we get hired. Uh, Tony C. actually got us the gig to go up there. And, uh, you know, we go all the way up there. And it, it almost looks like, like, a, like a, a stadium. Like where they put the place they put you, it's almost like the you know the arches, you know, and that like it kind of goes around and you set up in the center. It's like in the round. Were we? Well, I don't know if that was like that when we were because we where we were it was like a pavilion and the doors that went up were behind us. Ah, gotcha. Okay, no, this was this was back in I think I would say Rocky was in the band, so maybe two thousand one. Yeah, somewhere around where there. Where is this place? It's up uh, up near Lake Ontario. It's right on Lake Ontario. And it's like a campground. Okay. Yeah. And like and like people literally drive their golf carts around the whole time, right? So like we get in there. <laughs> it's funny, you yeah, yeah. That's how I remember. Yeah, it. and like so if we're set up in the round. We're on the bottom level, and then there's like there's like a place where people can stand around you, and then there's another level with picnic tables, and there's another level on top of that, right? And then there's these archways. It looks really cool. So we're in there setting up, and the guy comes over, and he's like. Yeah, he goes, all right. He goes, you guys, the gig is 8 to 10. He goes, if you play any longer than 10 o'clock, I'm going to pull the plug. I'll shut down all your equipment. Because you know what? <laughs> you guys are going to feel like you're the fucking Beatles. He goes, but I don't care. He goes, 10 o'clock, shut it off. We're like, all right, dude. I mean, there's like two people sitting out here right now. You know, like the Beatles, okay, what is this guy talking about? So we finish setting up. Our gig starts at 8 o'clock, 10 of 8. Still the same three people sit at a picnic table. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to suck so bad. Five of eight, it was like the gates just opened up, and there's like 3,000 people surrounding you in this freaking pavilion. And they're not just standing there. They got their arms up. They're yelling every word. I mean, we're just a cover band, but I felt like, you know, it just gives you that feeling, you know? And we did. We felt like rock stars. And then at 10 o'clock, none of us wanted to stop playing. It was just a two-hour straight show. We didn't even take a break. And we just didn't... Didn't want to stop, but we had to. And everybody in the crowd was like, come on, play longer. <coughs> we're like, we're not supposed to. Yeah, because they were unaware of Mr. Right. Happy Pants there. Oh, he was so <laughs> yeah, like, no, he has before. You know, it's like he, the guy with a cigar hanging out of his mouth. Like, you guys, you guys are going to feel like a fucking Beatles. It was amazing, <laughs> you know? some of the crap you put up with. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sure. why it makes the good gigs stand out sure, so sure. much more. And we've talked yeah. about that when we've gone places to play. Yeah, yeah. You know, a fun gig we did that was like the shortest gig we, well, I don't know if it's the shortest gig we ever played. Probably not the shortest. But as far as best pay goes, played a wedding <clears throat> in wedding New York always... City. We weren't the main band. Okay? It was at the, uh, there goes the memory. Met, not Metropolitan. Was Metropolitan Club? Might have been. And, uh, but we were the surprise. The, the woman getting married was from Wisconsin. Yeah. And she wanted us. She wanted to surprise her husband. So we came. We set up our stuff off to the side. Like the main band they had. They had like a 15-piece like horn band. party. Yeah, they yeah. horn and yeah. dance and all that. They were on the big stage and everything. 
And off to the side, we set up, and then they put, like, cloths over our gear to hide it. <clears throat> so, at the and then we just hung out. We just hung out in this beautiful room yeah, yeah. while we were waiting for our cue. And when it was time, we went out. She had her set songs she wanted us to play, five songs. We went out, and as soon as we struck into the first song, the people well, their jaws, like, they were stunned because yeah. it wasn't what they were expecting. Yeah. And even the other band watched us. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we played those five songs, and the people were going nuts. Yeah, yeah. And then that was it. We were done. <laughs> and it's like, man. And then, you know, the other band fired up. Band we fired back we up went on our merry way. Yeah. But I was like, man, I wish we could have played, like, longer. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was only five songs. It's like that was such yeah. a small fraction of what we were capable of. But it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love weddings that end up being fun because I'll tell you, there's there's some weddings that like you you set up it, you have to set up at like two o'clock in the afternoon because you got to be set up by cocktail hour, you know. So you get all set up and then you're sitting around from four o'clock until you got to start at eight. So it's four hours you're sitting there. Yeah. It's hard then, not to drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yes, for it is. Story. <laughs> so then you play fifteen minutes and you got to stop because they gotta they gotta do a toast. And then the toaster is only supposed, like, if you ever see a wedding uh, itinerary, they're the funniest things in the world because they're like, yeah, best man speech, five minutes. Yeah, okay, good one. Food, like dinner, 30 minutes. Really? Like, I mean, dinner is always late. The, the kitchen's always late getting dinner out. You know, it's all this stuff. So, you know, we end up playing a grand total of an hour and a half. And it's like, you know, for all that work and all that stuff, which is, it's just, but some weddings, we played uh, one at Hotel Syracuse in the, um, you know the lobby uh, ballroom? Yeah. Not the big ballroom, but the one that's actually in the lobby. And I, it's beautiful. Same, you know, it's got some of the nice pillars right. in it and stuff. But we played uh, we played a, a wedding there. And uh, we played, like, we ended the night because the, the bride really wanted to hear Uptown Funk. And uh, what a horrible song. It's just horrible. But, like, we do this thing in the middle. We're like, everybody's saying Showtime Funk you up. You know, like, just funny. You know, like, whatever. And we get done playing the song. And we get off stage. And it's black. It's like because our light guy blacked it out because we got to get off the stage, you know, and uh, they're they're standing in the crowd, the whole entire crowd screaming, "Showtime, fuck you up, Showtime, fuck you up!" They're just screaming. I got video of it, screaming it. And finally, the manager at the hotel comes in. And he goes, "If you guys want to do one or two more, he's like, I'm not a uh, you know objecting to it at all." So we went up on stage, like literally played two more songs for these people screaming for us, which was awesome. It was like a wedding rock show. It's so cool. That is neat. Yeah, that's freaking Great neat. feeling. I know you got to get out of here. Can, anything you can promote that you're playing at, or is this a private thing that you're playing? Oh today? no, I'm playing at uh, the. Um, it's like a food truck thing in Herkimer and, at Myers Park. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm there uh, 4:30 to 7:30 uh, today. 4:30 7:30. Yeah, and awesome. then I'm at the uh, Brass Tack on Wednesday again with Poor Tim, uh, and uh, we can go to. Go to Fritz while I check the rest of the week. <laughs> Fritz, have you thought have no about, memory. or have you gone live on your Facebook at all, like playing? <clears throat> nah, what little bit I did was just me solo played a part of one song. Somebody's uncle was sick and asked if I'd play a little bit of a song for him, so I did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the other one, I don't even know if I posted that. I might have. I, I, I did a, a happy birthday to my buddy Dean. Because his birthday was last week. Cool. So, and then, uh, and I used the wah-wah pedal on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Just to be fun. I remember we funny. talked about that last time. <clears throat> last time we spoke, yeah. we talked about my, the My power pedal. supply comes today. I'm getting a power Sick. supply from True Tone. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm revamping my pedal board a little bit. Yeah. Because I got the bug a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's amazing when you start getting, when you start buying gear, you just can't stop. You're just like, you're Well, see, because really, like, oh accordions, accordions really don't use 
many times. Sure. You know, so, yeah, but, but you do, though. Yours truly yourself. has to. So I got the Slash Watt pedal that I freaking love. It's amazing. And when I play that with it sounds my, so cool. I, I reach out to uh, Dunlop pedals because I said, when I play my Slash Crybaby Wah with the tremolo pedal, right through my polytone amp, sounds like freaking sick. Yeah. So I said, I asked, do you guys ever, you guys are, because they do these, they, sometimes they customize pedals. To yeah. part- I go, do you have a pedal like this, a wah, with the tremolo switch? I'm like, no. Wow, really? You know, they were intrigued by that, I guess. Yeah. You know, and that's like, I love playing that. All of a sudden, we uh, we fast forward two weeks, and they're bringing uh, Fritz in for research and development for new wah pedals for right, accordion. Hey, that'd be okay. Like, seriously, man, I, I, like that would Just, be such a cool I, I thing. I love it. And then I got my, my one of my newest pedals I like. I got the Jimi Hendrix from the 69 Slake series, the Univibe. The Univibe, man. That's sick. Oh, God, what a great pedal. That's, that's yeah. friggin' sick. Yeah. Little pedal, yeah. How many pedals do you have on your board? <clears throat> Well, it's there's going to be actually right now, one, two, three, I like six maybe. Yeah, you know, and it, but one's just a back. I have a backup reverb in case my reverb goes down on my amp because sure. I had that happen before, so mm-hmm. I don't really count. I got it, but I don't use it. Right, and then I got a few different like I got my tremolo pedal that came with the polytone amp. Then I got a, a rotoscope pedal that's a backup to that. So in case something happens to that pedal, boom! I just click a switch and I'm all set. Then I got my uh, shaky Jimmy. Pedal from uh, Moen. Mm-hmm. I have that tuned a little. Um, tempo is a little slower than my normal tremolo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I've got a uh, phaser pedal okay. from cool. TC Electric. Yeah. Electronic, I mean, not TC Electric. Holy cow, you can tell I'm accordionist. Uh, <laughs> TC Electronic. And then I have that one set faster. Yeah. So depending on what I'm playing, if I want a slower tremolo, like on For What It's Worth, the Buffalo Springfield sure, yeah, tune, yeah. I'll hit that shaky Jimmy one. It's kind of rrr, 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 a little just... That's cool, yeah. yeah most, yeah, It's for my own enjoyment. Yeah. Because yeah. really, do I need that stuff? Of course not. Yeah, but for, as you an know audience what I mean? member, but though... Because I want to have something. When we played in Schenectady last year at Frog Brewing Company, uh, we were doing, I forgot what song we were doing, and I had my wah going. Yeah. I was working that thing pretty good. And after we went to take our break, this young kid, probably 27 or 28, comes up and he goes, Dude, he goes, am I hearing things? Are you, like, playing a wah with that accordion? I go, yeah, it was. He goes, I've never heard an accordionist use a wah pedal. I'm like, well, I hope that's not a bad thing. He goes, dude, that's freaking awesome. Nice. So he noticed that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. It's the sprinkles it's on top. What the know? hell, you know? Yeah. It's the sprinkles on top of a Sunday. You know, it's sure. just, like I said, most of it's for my enjoyment because right. I dig that stuff. You know, I dig a lot of Henry's your band stuff. Members, do your band members go, oh, crap, he's got another pedal. Here we go. Do no, because Gabe, my bass player, who yeah. also plays like the rock yes. on the guitar, yeah, on the guitar, right. he's got more than me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's putting his new pedal board together probably as we speak. Yeah. You know, we've been keeping market Big Apple busy. Oh, yeah. With, with you know, get, toying around with some stuff. and Why not? It's a little fun. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I, I bought another cymbal because why not? Why not? You know, so the drum kit that we've been using, um, I got a nice 16-inch ozone crash. That's oh, wow. It's like it's like in the middle of a crash and a china. Yeah, that's cool. You know? So it's just different. Right on, man. Because you know, I wanna I wanna make sure we sound a little little different than yeah, and the that, other polka bands. Because sure then that way too, when people want like more traditional stuff, they can get the other bands that maybe have trumpets or, you know, because we. We don't have a trumpet. We're not going to be able to do that stuff like some people want it. Right, so, right. It's all good. Keep rocking, though, brother. Got to try. Absolutely. Yeah. Hope to have a new CD out again. Cool. We'll see. Going to have got some good special guests lined up. Nice. 
Do you have like a, a date on this? Have you been no, recording? No, I don't have a date yet. No? You know, I don't have a date. It's, it's probably a little tough with COVID right it's, now, right? It's it's recorded. Oh, it is. And some of it's mixed. Um, I do want to put some more stuff on it now that I got some more patents. I, I, yeah. Some spots <laughs> I where I've been it. listening where I'm yeah. like, you know, I can make that better. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there's, there's a couple special guests that are like freaking platinum selling artists that are going to be so cool. special guests. Awesome. So Can I'll you tell us you. who? Or you don't want to give it away? I won't give it away yet. All right. I won't give it away well, yet. Well, you just have but to come the time's back. right. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a hint on okay. one. Okay. Alter Bridge? No. I'll, okay. g- I'll, give, you a, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> You're just going to start guessing. Yeah. He's, he, he, well, I know his circle. Sure, sure. <laughs> He's been called the Eddie Van Halen of keyboardists. Okay. So I'll just leave that little hint. Very cool. Got me thinking. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. So. The guy from Kansas. I know, right? <laughs> we'll just we'll leave it at that. But. Yeah. Now, when you do get that album out and it's ready to be promoted, please stop. Oh, back, I will because yeah. you, you've been great and come. Absolutely yeah, sure. right. Yeah. You know, you you get a lot of credit for the last CD we put out because when I was in, you encouraged. Ah. Uh-uh. Because when I was like, well, because the yeah, because the discussion was like, well, it'd be nice, but then you know what? You already go. We're going in. We know if we do it, we're going to lose money because right. people don't freaking buy CDs. They don't. First thing they think you got to do, you know, is just they want to buy one song, and I get it, the streaming thing, but sure. you know, there's costs associated with it, and we're not on a label. It's self-funded, you know, and it's hard sometimes to say, yeah, I want to drop a few grand. And, Realistically, I mean, I know other people sell CDs. We haven't had that much luck in recent years. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know either. what I mean. So yeah. it's like, but you were like, yeah, but geez, it'd be good to get that because you'd have it done. It'd be it'd be something you'd have for that moment in time, and yeah. you know, for the people that do get it, you'd be doing them a service. And you were really encouraging. I forgot it was like two <laughs> yeah. two shows ago. Okay, and I was thinking of that. I'm like, yeah, it's, he's got a point. You know, that was, uh, uh, Jeff like and that. Pam, and we we mentioned them just about every time here. Jeff and Pam at Big Blue. Uh, they, uh, Pam was telling me, and this was back when Mikey did his album. They had, uh, uh, I think even disc makers had them where they were, uh, like, they look like business cards, okay? And they have, like, like you, you buy these cards and they, they, they link to a website. And the website has all the liner notes on it, the, the, the disc art, like everything that you would normally find in a CD or a vinyl. And uh, the download code allows them to download the music onto the computer or their phone yeah. or anything like that. But but they pay you like the same they would pay you for a CD. So you you know give the band ten bucks, they give you the download card, you go and download the the C D, you get yeah. all the liner notes and everything. And you don't need that physical yeah. thing. And I'm like, that's genius. It is. You know, because the thing is is it's like if you just go to CD Baby and, and have them distribute for you, then you're going on. I mean, yeah, they're distributing on all the streaming services. But like I said, I mean, I've made about $200 since 2007 on streaming. Yeah. And I mean, I had a decent amount of streams for a while. You know what I mean? But I mean, they don't like, pay shit. No, I get like know. a check for 20 bucks quarterly. Mm-hmm. Like and I, that was a couple of years ago, but not anymore. But right. you know what I mean? But you it's it's not. It. Yeah, but it's not fun. But but for somebody that's like, you know, you're not on a label. I'm not on a label, but. Seems like it'd be like a, a really cool thing yeah. to like try even once, you know. Yeah, maybe. Save the money on the CDs just for one, you yeah. know. And I guess if you needed to go back and do it, you could. You know what I mean? Yeah. But bandages all over the place. He's saying, is it Derek Shannon? Sharonin? Oh no, Derek Sharinian. That's Sharinian. Uh, 
That's uh, it's possible. But Derek, yeah, Derek Sherinian <laughs> is in Black Country Community, which is uh, Joe, oh, yeah, Joe Bonamassa's rock band. And Jason Bono. Jason Bono and Glenn Hughes. Hughes dear Not Lord. Epic. Is it? Oh, you know, could be. Yeah. <laughs> there's a chance. Well, there's somebody out there there's guessing There's a lot of it, chances. <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities. Good guess. A lot of things being discussed. Also, bandages plug in your showtime where you guys are eating this weekend. You guys are eating at Lucan's on Thursday, yes, right? Yes, we're eating gonna, at Lucan's on yeah, Thursday. And then, uh, I think that we might be a we might be a uh, dinner special at One Jenny on Friday. Your, your little dinner special? Yeah. yeah. What, what are you ordering? Uh, we're ordering the trio. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and the special runs from I'm guessing around eight to ten or eleven. Okay, cool. It's nice that they put the times in for the special. Yeah, the special That's is good. eight to eleven. I mean, I think that they, you know it's almost like a happy hour thing, but with food. You know what I mean? So yeah. The Showtime trio burger. That's yeah, cool. And That's you like good. to eat, man. I do. Yeah. Yes, and, I do. And so does Jose and Jose Joe. Does. Yeah, yes. Joe. Yeah, we all love to eat. You guys yeah. going to be come down to One Jenny or Lucan's this weekend and yep. watch the Showtime trio eat a whole bunch of food, and it's going to be. <laughs> Miraculous. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, for sure. That's how we're gonna promote it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think even after COVID we should we should just promote everything right. like just that. Come down and watch us eat a whole bunch of food. <laughs> also, I gotta give a shout out to John Pappas over at Gettys Bakery in Syracuse. Awesome, awesome pastries over there in Syracuse. He's hanging out with Bill Vinci right now, our good friend Bill Vinci, who tonight, no time for nonsense, goes live at seven o'clock. He's got comedian Vic DiPetetto oh, yeah. coming on. You know who Vic DiPetetto is, mind. right? I love it. He's out of his mind. Love it. He's one of my favorite all time guests I've ever had on this podcast. So much fun. He, and he just spits and he yeah. gets red and yeah. he gets all worked up. But I, man, I agree with pretty much 99% of the oh, stuff yeah. that comes you out. You got to put like a mouth. clear sheet over when he comes in and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's going to be on. This is via satellite. Oh, all right. So, okay. It's yeah. probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's been at the Stanley a few times, man, and yeah. like lit it up. The last time oh, at yeah. the Stanley, he was so freaking funny. So funny. So like an Italian Louis Black. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, just the way he yells, it's he funny. He just yells and screams. Yeah. So that goes off tonight. No time for nonsense. 7 o'clock with Bill Vinci and guest comedian Vic DiPetetto. Fritz, how could people check you out online? Maybe they want to stream some of your stuff and listen to some of your music. They could. Go to fritzespolkaband.com. <clears throat> There's links all over. Mm-hmm. Go to YouTube. Type our name in. Um, and if you're going to go to YouTube and you want to hear one of our one of my favorite songs. Nah, I shouldn't say one of my favorites because I got quite a few favorites. But if you want to hear one from our last recording, type in Fritz's Polka Band, Hey, H-E-Y, exclamation point. That was the name of the album. But that features Todd Kearns from Slash's band playing lead guitar. And that song is more like a flogging Molly vibe. It's not yeah. a polka beat. Love it. It's, it's friggin' jamming. Yeah. You know, Mike really drummed that great. That, that, it's got a cool vibe. That, that song is like one of my favorites. And then if you want to see us doing something different, type in Fritz's Polka Band all along the Watchtower. And you can watch a bootleg from 2014 when we were at the Adirondack Brew Pub for Oktoberfest. And we played, somebody asked for all along the Watchtower, and they videoed it. You, you got to get into like a minute of it because it's talking and stuff. And then we play. That was that was fun. And yeah. At the end, when the people are ah, yelling, that's I love it. Good stuff, man. So, and if you want to see us live in person, we'll be at uh, Niwa Park in Oneana Thursday night. Are you eating socially distance? You're eating food there. You mean? Well, it's social distance. They can watch it on Facebook, or they can sit in their car. Okay. Gotcha. So it's you like know, a drive They can bring their concert. food, bring yeah. their food and watch it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> bring your picnic basket. Bring your picnic basket. Yeah. <laughs> and then the first Saturday in September, uh, over to Wagner Farms. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, yeah. Doing a little sunflower escapade. Place 7 o'clock place. at night. 
is the escapade. It's sunflower season right now because I is. look all over on the Instagram and everybody's in the fields and the sunflower yeah. Yeah. fields. That's, that's like the professional photographer thing this year, I think. It's like, it is. You know, yeah. if you want to do something this month, you have to get your picture taken near sunflower fields. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> is it walking fields of gold? Right. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Even... I love it. Well, guys, thank you so much. Fritz, when you get that album out, come back and, and come hang out. I Absolutely. love when you come in. And next time, I, I got to bring the accordion down so you can throw us a little jam. I didn't bring mm-hmm. it today. I totally right. forgot I'll about jam it. Jam by that mural. Yeah. I like it. For sure. We're going to take a picture by that mural. Before we get out of here, much love to my sponsors, EJA Moving Services, the professional movers. When you're ready to move and relocate, hit them up at 315-335-0516 or hit them up at ejamoving.com, the home of the free boxes. They give you free boxes on your move. They mm-hmm. do, which most of these moving services incredible. don't do. Not only do they give you three free boxes, but they pack them for you, they unpack them for you, and they bring them wherever the hell you got to go. Use them to move your gym equipment. Use them to move your studio. They do car transport. They do whatever. So give them a call today. Tell them Uncle Z sent you. Also, much love to Utica Coffee, Saranac Brewery, and attorney Dave Longaretta. If you need legal help, give them a call today at 315-735-6162. And uh, what do we got? Do we got anything next? Uh, not yet. You I want to give a special shout out right now to Tim Moyer. Oh my God! How did we forget? About I didn't forget. Tim I was Moyer. just waiting. I was waiting to see if you forgot. I did. All right. I'm sorry, Timmy. <laughs> I got it. I just, you know, I knew I had to say it before you signed off. So. Oh my God! I can't believe the streak continues. And thank you for keeping the streak intact. I got you, brother. I got you. <laughs> Wait, we have this thing with Tim Moyer's our unofficial sponsor of Local Music Monday. Yeah, Artificial. he doesn't do anything, but he chimes in and, and you know, okay. Wind Down Wednesday, though. Check it out on Thursday nights. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> Wind Down Wednesday and Thursday and nights. And Matt Miggs is playing with him this Thursday. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep, yep, so cool. And are, do you expect to uh, be jamming with him on another Wind Down Wednesday? I would love to. Yep. I, I just, uh, um, well, I, I made the big joke that he's been asking me to do it, and I've had an excuse every week why, why I can't <laughs> do it. And I ran out of excuses, so then I just had to do the gig. Yeah. But, uh, you know, no, honestly, though, I did have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, he cooks burgers out in the grill. And, uh, you know, we have oh, some wow. wine and you stuff. You mean his girlfriend cooks burgers? Well, she wasn't there, so he actually cooked. Oh. I mean, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, right? <laughs> I didn't actually witness him cooking, so Matt could have cooked them. I don't know. Or even Paige. Paige well, was there. She could have cook them if too. Matt cooked them it'd be full of vodka yes true story <laughs> but no big ups to our friends over at Gridley Page and our, our boy yeah. Tim Moyer and all the great oh, things that he's doing with the community great singer. oh yeah man Tim's the man we we love him and and he is the unofficial sponsor absolutely of local music Monday and tomorrow's Tuesday I'm off tomorrow but I will be back on Wednesday with Tone Spliff actually cool. DJ extraordinaire Tone Spliff doing some great things out in LA Great things. I mean, he's playing with some huge artists, and mm-hmm. his numbers are up there on Spotify and his streaming platforms. And then on Thursday, I'll be hanging out with the Fitness Mill crew. So Aaron and Alex and Eddie and I think Big E's coming in. So that would be cool, cool to hang out with those guys. So looking forward to that. Like, subscribe, follow all things Disruption Network on social media. And I'll see you on Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 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 <laughs> see, I don't even know. You're what off the, tomorrow. I'll see you on Blur's Day later. Blur's Day. <laughs>